missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Maybe this will refresh your memory. Since 2008, the morning sickness with Brian, Gene, and Shaw have been your wake-up specialists. Like old times, huh? Now it's time to take a look back. Go way back. It's the Monday morning throwback. Every Monday morning from the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Taking you back in time with the Monday morning throwback, courtesy of the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston, the best little sub shop you've never heard of. Brenda says their soups today are chicken noodle and beef stroganoff. Coffee is amaretto. And then, of course, it's Meatball Monday, Shaw. Of course. Uh, I, I want to say this is 2014, I think. Right around Valentine's Day. Talking about some of the best things about not being in a relationship, Shaw. Mm. For those people that are out there fighting the single fight. Probably loving every minute of it. Do whatever you want. Go wherever you want. Sleep with whoever you want. Spend as much money as you want. Don't have to check in with anybody. No text messages all the time. Right, Shaw? Yeah, I suppose. Taking a look back to 2014, the Monday morning throwback. Some of the best things about not being in a relationship. Best things about not being in a relationship. You can sit on a bench in the mall without holding a woman's purse. <laughs> I'm just relaxing. I don't even know. I'm just actually, I'm just taking a load off. Yep. And that, that Tumblr shopping dads, like during Christmas, was just killer. Yeah, they, Guys who go shopping with their women and have to sit there holding the purse and all the bags while they try on stuff. They oh. were all visually stressed. Man. I was at it the was mall last stressed. Saturday, and so was everyone because it was packed. Yeah. And I looked randomly, looked in the eyes. I just turned, and there was a, a guy Sadness. with this woman, and the look. Terror. Dude, it was over. Sadness. He defeat. was over. It was defeat. defeat. It was yeah. a lot of defeat. Yeah. It just happened. Yeah. Best things about not being in a relationship here on The Morning Sickness, your video game collection larger than your ceramic penguin collection. Very true there, man. <laughs> Very true. If you never marry, you can never lose your action figures in the divorce. That's true. You can't. Who would do that? I don't know. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> that one hits close to home. Yeah. Hits very close to home. But some of the best things about not being in a relationship from 2014, you can give the rest of that a listen by going to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com, the Monday morning throwback each and every Monday morning. Brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Best things about not being in a relationship. <laughs> Get to keep your action figures. You know, try to sell them piecemeal on eBay. Right, Shaw? Yeah, priorities. Those things that meant so much to you at a younger age. You get to keep those. Mm-hmm. You don't have to sell them for five cents on the dollar. <laughs> to pay your alimony? De- decades later to pay your alimony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's another 25 cents. <laughs> I made a couple of sales on eBay. Who the hell are you guys? It's the best of the morning sickness. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Only on 95.7. The Rock. Hey, corporate types, will you stop calling each other rock stars? You're a rock star. You are a rock star. Rock stars, please. You know what it takes to be a rock star? I've trashed hotel rooms in 43 countries. I was on the road since I was 16. I've done my share of bad things. Also, your share of bad things. We know that using Workday for finance and HR makes you great at your job. That don't make you a rock star. Finance. You're a rock star. Hey, Liz and HR, can you do this? 
Unless you work with an actual rock star. You are a rock star. Thank, Thank you. There's another guy. Hi, I'm Oswald. Hello, Oswald. <laughs> I think that was my favorite ad. Even was though it? I don't care about the business, work day, or whatever the uh-huh. hell it is. But, it, well, it's... It, Look, we don't get rock bands yep. at halftime. It's just not going to happen. All right, but that- we have to uh, we have to agree to disagree on this whole thing with the with the halftime stuff. Mm-hmm. But but I thought seeing Ozzy and yeah. Paul Stanley and Billy Idol and Joan Jett and Gary Clark uh, in this commercial was hilarious, especially Ozzy <laughs> Oswald. I've done my fair share of bad things, and you're a fair share too, <laughs> Billy Idol. I've destroyed hotel rooms in forty three countries. <laughs> I think it was Workday, right? Think that was what it was. I think so. Yeah, workday. I don't even know what the hell workday does. What is workday? Is that it's like a, LinkedIn? No, it's a time like a work. Uh, you punch in. You know, you log into your work. So that's it. It's just a fancy. It's, it manages time companies' time, payroll systems. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so you buy it. Uh, <laughs> yes. Ozzy and Billy Idol, Joan Jett, Paul Stanley, Gary Clark Jr. Not the only rock stars in the Super Bowl. Dave Grohl, of course. I liked that ad in the Crown Royal yes. ad, thanking Canada. Yes. Today, let's <laughs> thank Canada. Thank you for legends of music and heroes of comedy. Thank you, Canada, for peanut butter, the paint roller, and poutine. That's French fries mm. with cheese and gravy. Yeah, mm. I like that. Thank you for creating the replay. The walkie. And the battery. The egg carton. The ironing board. The electric wheelchair. Hawaiian pizza. Instant potatoes. Canola oil. Trash bags. And thank you for this. Thank you for giving us hockey. Basketball. And thank you for football. Yeah. Look it up. Thank you, Canada. Crown Royal ad for uh, Dave Grohl. Yeah, that's pretty good. Thanking Canada. It was okay. It was all right. It wasn't the workday ad, but I, 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 you probably hear the Stranger Things music. The Will Ferrell ad was actually pretty funny too. Mm-hmm. Showing up in all the different Netflix shows right. like Army of the Dead, yes. Squid Game, yes. Bridgerton. He also dressed up like Dustin in the, uh, mm-hmm. and then brought in uh, the sister. And you look stupid. You look ridiculous. <laughs> and it was just perfect. And then he turns into a zombie at the end. Hashtag spoiler mm-hmm. alert. He wants us to buy an EV. I'm not buying EVs, but I will say the commercial was, was nice. Clever. Was good. Was clever. Nice, nicely done. I liked uh, the um, the Miller Light and the, oh, the Blue Moon Light. commercial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it turned out to be. I, I like the concept, but don't you want your product featured a little bit more prominently in the ad than just the last one I second? Don't know. I thought it was fun. Uh, there were some nice kung fu moves in there. Yeah, though. there was. That was. was. Those great. guys were kicking ass. Uh, the John Ham and Brie Larson thing with Pete Davidson eating a ham sandwich mm, yes. in the fridge. Yeah, yeah, the mayonnaise. Uh, I can't, you can't go wrong for me with Hellman's mayonnaise. It's my favorite. Uh, ben Stiller and, I, and uh, Steve Martin doing the Pepsi commercials. He brought back Zoolander. He did the Zoolander, the uh-huh, blue steel uh-huh. look, right? He's drinking the Pepsi. And are they acting, Shaw? Acting. <laughs> acting. Uh, Joel John Lovett's bit. Uh, speaking of bringing back old characters, Breaking Bad. I like that one. The pop. Some kind of popcorn snack. They even brought back, uh, what's his nuts? The uh, the Mexican drug dealer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very scary there and very excited about the six or seven different flavors. <laughs> seven. One seven. One seven. The Skechers um, Snoop Dogg ad was good too. Yeah, I like that. I thought the pregame stuff with the refrigerator was hilarious where the different celebrities were opening up the fridge and like looking at, did you watch I must have missed that part. Yeah. So too. during the Fox pregame stuff, they had these like little, they weren't even really commercials. They were just sort of vignettes, like little sketches. And different celebrities were opening up the fridge and sort of looking around at what was in there. And Snoop had a bit where he opened it. He's like, you want some of this brie crap? You want some of the cheese, mother effa? And, like, it was, I'll get them both. You know, he does a Snoop. And it's yeah. just very, very funny. But uh, 
Ben Affleck in the drive-thru at Duncan. Eh, it was okay, but he'll never be his brother at Duncan, which is by far a much better product. You want to talk real customers? Kid, that's me. I'm like the mayor of Duncan's. This is the face of Dunkin' Donuts right there. <laughs> Couple of vanilla nut taps, Shaw. Uh, but uh, J-Lo, show, you know J-Lo ain't eating no Dunkin' Donuts. Come on now. Come on now, J-Lo. She's like 70 years old. She looks like she's like in her 20s. She ain't eating no Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, other than that, I didn't, I mean, as I mentioned, the Greek freak showed up in that Pixels. Yeah, Google that Pixels. was kind of cool. Uh, Amy Schumer getting rid of all her ex-boyfriends. Um, the Pringles one was okay, I guess. I kind of, I think it was Bud Light where they were dancing to the hold music on the yes, phone. That was yes. kind of fun. Um, but other than that, nothing really was all, and, and plus all these commercials kind of came out last week. So it's sort of mm-hmm. hard to like feel like any of them really were. Especially that Caddyshack one. It's like, I've seen this already. Yeah. Know? The E-Trade thing was okay. The ba- it's like, have the babies jumped the shark? Are we done with the E-Trade babies? Hmm. No? Ooh. Are we done with the E-Trade babies? We'll see. All in all, commercial-wise, I didn't think it was all that powerful. I didn't think there was all that. Uh, and I think part of it is, you know, we're, we're seeing these ads come out earlier and earlier every year, so they don't have the same impact when you see them for the first time during the game. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Good morning. Good morning to you, too. Rise and shine. The best of the morning sickness. Too early for flapjacks? Only on 95.7 The Rock. Where is the love, Shaw? It's all around us, Brian. Valentine's Day. Are you feeling it? Oh, yeah. Top 50 love songs of all time. Mm. Ooh. Don't get too excited. Oh. It's not really about the song being about love. It's about the word love in the title from the history of the Hot 100. It's a list by Billboard where they took a look at the uh, chart positions of songs with the word love in the title. Okay. Over the last umpteen years. And they ranked them by performance. So number nine on the list is Joan Jett and the Black Cards. <laughs> okay. I'm not too offended by that one, Shaw. I like no, that. No, me either. She loves rock and roll so much, she wrote a song about it. Mm-hmm. Put another dime in the jukebox, baby. Can you imagine? A dime. A dime? <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. You can make a phone call for a dime back in the day. Do a lot of stuff with a dime back mm-hmm. then. You could get into the men's room at the Nashville Mall and Plaza, where I grew up. They had to put meters on the bathrooms. because You had to was, pay to use the bathroom? There was a lot of gay sex going on in the bathroom, so they tried to use that as a deterrent. And I'm not People kid- don't have dimes? I'm not kidding you. I'm No, I'm just saying like that is the, I'm not saying that to be right, that's mean exactly or Exactly cool. what it happened. That was the, that was the okay. story back in the day was that there were mm-hmm. people meeting illicitly so in the bathroom. So if we charge them to use if the If we charge them to use it, then they won't. If they still use it. I can't mm-hmm. spare a square. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing worse than being a mom with a kid who's got to pee his pants. And you I, gotta, can't I don't have a dime. dime. I don't have a dime. Yeah. Uh, number eight on the list of the uh, top love songs of all time is uh, Stevie B. Because I Love You, the Postman song. Mm. I don't know this one. I don't think I know this either. Doesn't ring a bell right mm-hmm. off the top. I'm not sure if I... It's definitely more sentimental. A little more romantic Very sounding. tender, yes. Very tender. Look at this guy. Just like your spaghetti. Mm. <laughs> Very tender. Like your steak. Waiting. Yeah, are we going to get to the love part? Right. I got your letter 
Still don't know it. I recognize Stevie B. I don't know if I know that song. That came out in 1990, by the way. Uh, Number seven on the list is Mario from 2005. You Should Let Me Love You. I vaguely remember this one. You should let me love you. But this was apparently very popular back in 05. Again, a billboard list of the top 50 love songs of all time. Taking a look at songs with the word love in the title from the history of the Hot 100. Ranking them by performance. And Mario. And his brother Luigi. (laughs) Let me love you. Uh, This one, no big surprise here. Whitney. I will always love you. you, From the bodyguard. I will always love you. 1992. Not just for the next couple of years, but always. Mm -hmm. You don't hear too many songs where the singer's just singing either. You know what I mean? There's usually a... No background music. Right off the top, too. Shows you the kind of pipe she's got. Mm -hmm. Whitney with I Will Always Love You at number six on that list. Number five on the list is uh, Paul McCartney and Wings. Silly Love Songs. From 1976. It's uh, the oldest song on the list, by the way, from 1976. 47 years Silly old. Silly little love song. Boy, Paul McCartney knew how to write love songs, mm-hmm. didn't he? Yes, that he guy did. knew what he was doing. Uh, number four on the list, just in the Super Bowl, Rihanna featuring Calvin Harris with We Found Love. Was this one of the songs she did? Yeah, you know? she had that in her medley. Mm-hmm. She started out with Bitch Better Have My Money, right? Wasn't that the mm-hmm. one? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Found love in a hopeless place, right? That quick trip meme, by the way, is fire. Absolute fire. Have you seen it? No. Yesterday, quick trip with a meme. They do, their socials do really well, obviously, but they got a meme. It's Rihanna, that serious face when she, when you first see her, she's kind of looking down. And then it's me looking at the hot spot at 2 (laughs) a.m. Nice. (laughs) That is everybody who's ever been in Wisconsin. That's me. Looking at the hot spot at 2 a.m. What the hell am I going to eat? All of it. A chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. Give me the breakfast sandwich. Give me some tornadoes. But yeah, Rihanna and Calvin Harris. On we the found list. love at number four on the list of the top love songs of all time, according to the Billboard Hot 100. Uh, this one from the Bee Gees. Second oldest on the <laughs> list. Boy, these guys write romantic tunes, huh, Shaw? Mm-hmm. They could sing a little bit, too. They could harmonize. They could harmonize. How deep is your love, Sean? How deep is it? Mm -hmm. Look at Jean. She's got the shoulder going over her head. She's feeling it. She's at a wedding in the 80s right now with a big poofy dress. (laughs) And you come to me. <laughs> how deep is your love, Shaw? Have you ever measured it? I have not. You ever taken out a tape measure and no. measured how deep is? that what you is? use to measure your love? Yeah, you just measure? take the tape measure <laughs> and you measure your How deepness. deep is it? How deep is it, mate? Uh, this one is played at pretty much every wedding ever, at least the ones in the 90s. Boys to men, I'll make love to you. From 1994. Number two on the list of the top love songs of all time. According to the Billboard Hot 100. Yeah. I went to a lot of weddings 
in the late nineties, John. This and song dance to this all, all of the time. Yeah, oh yeah. And uh Yeah. Everybody dancing to this one. And blow out the candlelights. He's like, I'm gonna get you on the floor and do you baby. It's like a nice way of saying I'm gonna have sex. <laughs> I'll make love to you, right, Shaw? Mm-hmm. That is number two on the list. You want to take a stab at number one, Shaw? You think you know what it is? I guess I don't. You want to take a you want to take a guess? Number one, according to the Billboard Hot 100 top just, love song of all time. One? It will be once you hear yeah. it. It will be, but uh, you may not guess it right off the top. But obviously, it has to have the word love in the title. It's a duo. It's a duet. Oh, it's not Brian Adams. I was going to go with. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no. I was going to go with that. Brian Adams. A, Shaw, you want to take a stab at it? Is it? It's a duet. Is it? Uh, was it Kenny Rogers and Don? Uh, no. Very famous singers who started in groups and then became solo artists and had probably more popularity as solo artists oh, than they oh, did. Geez, okay. Well, that's about everybody. This Lionel Richie. He was in the Commodores. Yeah, really she was sure. in the Supremes. There's only you in my life. Okay, this is good. Endless love from mm-hmm. Diana Ross and Lionel Richie. That's right. Lionel Richie warming things up for the Queen. Endless love shot from 1981. Number one love song okay. according to Billboard from their top 100. Your every step I make, Shaw. Oof, that's a lyric. Yeah, huh? it is. I, am I wrong? Lionel had more success as a solo artist than he did as a Commodore. Well, the Commodores had some hits. No well, question. Did, but, but you're probably right. I think it was maybe just because it was the MTV era. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. saw him more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there you go. The top nine out of the top fifty. Your eyes, Shaw. You turn the lights off in your booth over there, Shaw? Mm-hmm. No. You all right, buddy? Lights are on. Lights are on. You're okay? Sure. I'm okay. <laughs> Billboard Hot 100 Top Quote-Unquote Love, love Songs. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. But let's be honest. Shaw's the real star of the show. A 35-second shot, Cock. As I've uh, grown older... Each year, I've dropped holidays from my calendar that I don't think apply anymore. And this year, I'm proud to say that I dropped Valentine's Day. Now, let's get it clear things up. I'm not saying we shouldn't have a holiday of love. Just that in February. It doesn't belong there. It does not belong there. And if you ladies want this holiday because it's your holiday, we're not going to even argue about that, are we? Because if you don't realize that men don't give a about it, and they don't, and if your husband is telling you that he does, then you have tortured him like some kind of prisoner of war. Ah, oh, Lewis Black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. Whatever. Happy Valentine's Day, anyway. I'm happy for people who feel extra romantic on this day, but I don't know. I my anniversary is a more important day to me than February 14th, Shaw. Mm-hmm. 
But some people find it, you know, a thing to do. I, I don't know. They'll be disappointed if they don't get flowers. or. Oh, yeah, which... It's fun for little kids, too, Valentine's oh, Day. Yeah. They yeah, eat treats at school, and, and they treats. exchange yep. the oh, things, yeah. and it's, it's fun. Promote um, maybe uh, yeah, a better yeah, social yeah, experience yeah, yeah. for the you children. You got your little heart box that everybody walks around puts stuff in. And- uh, here are some very last, last-minute Valentine's dates that you can pull off with one trip to a store on your way home, Shaw. Nice. They do not include a panty rose. Ah, okay. No panty rose. No one-size-fits-all. Uh, how about this one, Shaw? Romantic walk through a park, then go out for dessert. That sounds nice. Nothing wrong with some ice cream in February mm-hmm. or a nice tiramisu. Obviously, the weather today uh, today is not too bad, but, uh, you know, if it's very cold out where you're at, then maybe that walk is not so nice. But you get to hold hands and snuggle because it's cold, right? Mm-hmm. We can, eat a whole, we can eat a whole roll of Toll House cookie dough and then snuggle. <laughs> right, Sean? <laughs> uh, getting matching tattoos together. Don't do that. Do not get tattoos of each other. Dude, never, never. It's so permanent, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Then you got to cover it up when you get divorced eventually because it always happens. Don't get matching tattoos. And that's not really a last-minute thing you can do anyways. Most tattoo artists are booked yeah, out for true. months. You can't just walk into a shop. Mm-hmm. Even well, with those, even. Well, even with the flashboards, you still can't do that anymore. It's just sort of not a thing. Uh, ironic fast food date where you both dress up fancy and bring a tablecloth and silverware into the restaurant, Shaw. Uh, no, thanks. No, you don't want to get taken out to... Uh, I'd rather just go to a nice restaurant. Yeah, there you go. Burger and fries, but mm-hmm. <laughs> class but, up uh, a little bit. Well, yeah, what's your budget affords? Maybe that's a nice way to do it. Again, Sean. these are just some last, yeah. last, last, very last minute uh, ideas for Valentine's dates. Uh, buy a sushi making kit and ingredients for a sushi prep date. I've never made sushi, but I've mm. made spring rolls, and it's uh, it's it, 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 well, it, it's, it's it takes a, time. It's an effort in food yeah. eating, you know? It's, you enjoy yeah. it when you're done. <laughs> I don't know if you enjoy it. It's just sort of you're glad it's over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you look around, and you're like, ah, crap, now i got to clean all this up. Mm-hmm. I will say that cooking a nice meal shot together right, sure, absolutely. is annoying. Is uh, annoying? <laughs> I don't. I can't do my wife in the kitchen. I just get out of the kitchen. You don't, Like, she just stands there. What can I do? You can mm-hmm. get the hell out of the kitchen <laughs> and get out of my way. Just, yeah. Uh, if you're both accomplished at cooking, Shaw. I think that would be a thing. You know, if you can feed off each other and you know what comes next in the preparation sure. of the meal. But with my wife You make and the I, potatoes, I'll make the salad. Oh, my wife mm-hmm. and I can't. Mm-mm, nope. No coexisting in the kitchen. Really? Oh, oh, I'm yeah. a one-man show in there. Super small kitchen, too, Shaw, like you, so it's mm-hmm. a dance. Like, yes, we call it the kitchen dance. Yeah. Hey, Mary, you want some extra yeah. bologna? Uh, last but not least here, Shaw, some last, 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 very last-minute Valentine's dates ideas. Uh, turn your place into a spa with candles and the right music. Then give them an hour-long massage. Do the feet, do the back, do a tub, Ooh, yeah. the whole do nine the feet, yards. Shaw. Rub mm-hmm. those feet. Yeah, Get bet. those feet, Shaw. <laughs> Get up in them hammer toes and that jam. Put a little jelly on your jam. But maybe a little bit romance there, Shaw. Yeah, no, I like couch. the idea. A shoulder yeah. rub while you're sure. watching a show on the couch. Or if all else fails, just pop in a heart-shaped pizza and watch a yeah, rom-com yeah. like yeah. you got mail and you're all right. Works too. All right. But happy Valentine's Day, Shaw. Yeah, thank you. Same to you. You guys, uh, you said you normally cook Mary uh, a nice meal, right? Yeah, we normally do. I'm not, I don't have anything planned tonight, though, so. Might be the weekend. Save it for the weekend? Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's not going to get mad, is she? Nope, nope, we're all good. You sure? Positive. Not awesome, not great. The best is yet to come. Better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Just when you thought you'd tried just about every micro brew there is.
Get your taste buds ready for a new adventure. Air conditioner beer. Yep, we figured out a way to mix grain, hops, and yeast and run it through an evaporator coil with the condensation dripping from the crusty hose hanging by your furnace. Taste the subtle multi flavors of Freon, notes of dust, and a metallic aroma of a clogged drain line. Air conditioner beer. <laughs> and coming soon, radiator leak white claw. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. Nope. I'm a beer explorer, Shaw. Mm-hmm. I like to try all sorts of different stuff. Hell, I'll even try an IPA every now and then just to see if I still hate them. <laughs> and every time you can <laughs> Maybe they got some kind of crazy-ass version of them that I'm unaware of. But every time I try them IPAs and doubles and triples and quadruples, I can't stand them. Dry hopped. Oh, <laughs> Give me a big old robust porter, an imperial stout, something along those lines. We've heard about bull testicle beers in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all sorts of gross stuff. We've heard about all sorts of different things, but this is air conditioner condensation beer. It's a real thing, Sean. No, no come on. In a collaboration with the San Diego International Airport, East Village Brewing Company used some of that precious water to use. They collected the condensation from all of the airport's air conditioners. Now, in San Diego, I'm guessing they got a bunch a of, of air conditioners, Sean. Yeah. They then purified it. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> and then used it as the basis for two new beers. One of them, of course, is a West Coast-style IPA, so it already tastes like hot garbage. It's called Hoppy Travels. It's a German-style Pilsner. Or, excuse me, the uh, West Coast IPA is called Hoppy Travels. And then they also brewed a German-style Pilsner called, called Pre-Fight P- uh, Pre-Flight Pills. Uh, Hoppy Travels has a grapefruit-slash-guava flavor. Pre-Flight has notes of lemon zest and a quote-unquote bready flavor. Hmm. The two brews were first announced a couple of weeks ago. Now they're available at the airport. And the reviews, according to Untapped, are apparently pretty good. Hoppy Travels gets a 3.9 out of, out of 5 on the beer app. And pre-flight gets a 3.8 out of 5 on the untapped app. Tastes I'm, like Freon. I'm skipping both of those, Shaw. Me too. I'm skipping both of those. Not only do I dislike IPAs, Shaw, but I'm not drinking beer made out of... No. Doesn't sound very sanitary. And you can tell me you filtered it and it's all... But as we all know, Shaw, anybody who brews beer will tell you the most important ingredient is the water. You got to have quality water because mm-hmm. if you don't, it'll mess up your beer something fierce. Mm-hmm. You can't be. I mean, why go to all this trouble? I mean, water is plentiful. We don't need mm. to find new sources. I don't know. I suppose they maybe I, look well, at I, it as, a, yeah. you know, a way to recycle it, save it, use it, use it. Because <laughs> if, if you don't use it, it just drips on the floor or it evaporates into the atmosphere. But uh, the San Diego International Airport teaming up with East Village Brewing Company for a couple of beers made out of the condensation from the air conditioning units at the airport. Get off my plane. Yeah. Hmm. No thanks. Plenty of other beers I want to try before that, Shaw. Bet your kid would be into that. I'll have to ask him if he's heard of that one. He likes IPAs, right? Yeah. Yeah. Adam? Yeah. Probably online ordering it right now. I like it. No, I love it. Keep listening. More of the best of the morning sickness is coming up. Brought to you by Crack Lumber. Where's this coming from, man? 95.7 The Rock. Are you a 
real American, Shaw? Gosh, I hope so. You better be. Even though you don't eat turkey on Thanksgiving <laughs> or ham at Christmas and you only have one strip of bacon, mm-hmm. you do have some kind of weird commie tendencies. <laughs> commie tendencies. Okay. I don't know. Here are eight things that an average American does. All right. Gene, are you an average American? Uh, Probably. Let's find out. The average American eats 46 slices of pizza a year. How would I even figure that That's out? That's only sure. about four slices a month, about one a week, uh, Shaw. Yeah. Sure, 70, I sure. 75% of people said they eat less pizza than that. No way, man. I eat more. Did you eat your pizza last night, Shaw? Uh, we didn't. We had a change in plan, so... All right. Everything okay over there? Yeah, everything's fine. Well, it wasn't divorce. Is no, it? no. All right, no. Valentine's Day, what did you get? I got a divorce. Right. All right. Well, uh, the average American only eats 46 slices of pizza a year, about one a week. Uh, the average American reads 12 to 13 books a year. The magazines count? The blogs count? <laughs> yeah. Websites count? No. Like a book book? A book book? What like, is that? Like a book with a cover and pages mm-hmm. and ink and all that stuff? That's one a month, man. I just finished a really good book, actually. The Greatest Beer Run Ever. You know, oh, yeah, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a movie out about it. They I haven't a, seen the movie. They but made the, a book out of that? <laughs> it was very good, actually. Was it? Yeah, it really was. Did you see the movie yet? No, I have not. Okay, well, you're going to watch the movie now that you read the book? I hope to, yeah. All right, it's got uh, what's-his-nuts with the abs. The I guy, guess I don't even know who's in it. But... The guy with the abs, Zach Efron, right? Uh, Isn't okay. that him? Uh, eight things that an average American does, according to BuzzFeed.com. The average American only gets two pieces of actual mail a month. That doesn't seems count, about right. Doesn't count bills, junk mail, and packages. 60% of people said they don't even get that much. I don't. I, I would. I, I only would, get mail like two days a week anymore. I get. We get mail every day a week, uh, except for Sundays, even though we see the mail guy in our neighborhood because of Amazon packages and our neighbor who orders everything off Amazon. Uh, but in terms of actual mail, like things I open up that I care about, maybe on Christmas and my birthday. Right. That's it, man. Cards. Pretty much. I don't get letters or anything Mm-mm. other than bills and junk mail. Uh, the average American spends 51 minutes, almost an hour a day, driving. Yeah, I can see that. Commute, errands. Run into the store, sure. Obviously, you take the days where you don't leave the house. You know what I mean? You don't. You factor those in. But the average American... Here you go, Gene. This one's right up your alley. Ready? Okay. Yep. Eight things an average American does. The average American spends $438... On groceries every month. Forty-six <laughs> percent of people said more than that. Gene says, "I wish." Said, is that once? That's, that's every time. That's, that's every week. week. That's a week right now. The average American. Please. Are these just single people living in an apartment in New York with seven other people? Is that, that the well, deal? What else? What else? Uh, the average. This is interesting. How many times do you think you go to the bathroom every day, Shaw? I don't know. Ten. You're not that far. Actually. Yeah, I was. I'd, the average American uses the bathroom seven times a day. And that doesn't necessarily mean that they go in there to do business. Yeah. And maybe they check themselves in the mirror or Use brush their teeth or, or, you know what I mean, or pop a pimple or whatever that is. But uh, they say seven times a day is what the average American does in the bathroom. And then last but not least, TV time. Here we go. <laughs> oh, I skew the average on this one. Eight things an average American does, according to BuzzFeed.com. 1,500 hours of TV a year or about four hours a day. That doesn't seem like very much. How are you supposed to binge all the shows and watch all the things and see all the movies? Keep updated on the news. How are you supposed to know about that? Watch sports. And that's like half a NASCAR race right there, four (laughs) hours a day. 
Four hours a day? Yeah, the average American watches four hours of TV a day. Oh, wow. Yeah, you skew me the other way. There's no way I'm watching four hours a day. uh, Yeah. As Ozzy said in the commercial, I did my fair share and your fair share. Maybe an hour, and that's not even every day. And that doesn't even include, like... I don't know, videos you watch on YouTube or stuff you're doing on your phone. That's just watching television. Holy Screen God. time in front of an actual TV. I'll be your yin to your yang, Brian. I'll even yell. That, that's fine. I don't mind. Average Americans, huh? Yeah. One slice a week. That doesn't seem like much. I suppose if you only have pizza like once a month. Right. That, that's that's like, what it has to be. If we bake a pizza at home, you know, like a frozen pizza, mm-hmm. I'll eat half because they're small. You know, they're like mm-hmm. 12 inches. So I'll have four slices and maybe we'll have pizza once a month, maybe twice a month at, at home. I guess uh, it seems a little low, though, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. One slice a week. Here's your slice for the week now. <laughs> Don't overdo it. Saturdays from 6 until 10. It's the best of the morning sickness. The morning sickness. I like the morning show. They got some good comedy going on. It's hilarious. It's a good morning show. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Premium products. Superior service since 1948. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7. The Rock. One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I paid a fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators? We love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing You're Killing Me Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. $10 of my morning show money up for grabs, courtesy of GECU, the friendly credit union, conveniently located in downtown La Crosse. Mm -hmm. A wide array of services available at GECU, by the way. Nice people. Very nice people as well. How you feeling, Shaw? Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Gene felt the same way. It's dreary today. She doesn't think you're going to get it. I said, how are you feeling today? She said, eh. Yeah, that's pretty much my reaction. I said, is it the weather? She said, it's the weather. It's my day. It's Shaw. <laughs> I just... I, she I lumped just, you in. Yep. I listed things, Shaw. As always, it's irrelevant, Gene's opinion. It's really about caller 15 on the rock line. 608-784-0957. Who this? Rachel. Rachel, are you familiar with how this game is played? Yes. All right, Rachel, do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote or not know the movie quote? I think he is. It's the day of your Valentine's Day, so I, I think he I think he does. Wow, Rachel must have had some good loving yesterday. She's still feeling it. She's in a good mood. She's in a good mood. Well, thanks for that, Rachel. We appreciate it. Rachel, if he gets it right, you win 10 bucks of my morning show money. What are you going to do with that? Probably donate it back. Oh, man, look at that. Feeling the love. I like her enthusiasm this morning. She thinks you're going to get it. She's still riding high off those V-Day vibes. Mm -hmm. And if she wins, she's going to donate it to the Rock Foundation. $10 up for grabs, Shaw. So here we go. You ready? I think so. Listen closely. Give me a uh, liter of cola. A what? A liter of cola. Catch that? I think I did, yeah. Would you like to hear that one more time? Please. All right, listen closely. Give me a... uh, Liter of cola, a what? A liter of cola. <laughs> try for third. Sure. One more time, just to be safe. Yeah. All right. Listen closely. Give me a uh, 
liter of cola. A what? A liter of cola. What does that gentleman say there? Give me a liter of cola. Yeah, that is what he says. Mm-hmm. He has to repeat himself. Are you familiar with that movie? Well, it sounds familiar. All right, go ahead and give it a stab. I can't remember the character's name, but I'm pretty sure that was a guy from Super Troopers. Oh, Rod Farva. Farva, that was it. That's right. <laughs> I, I want a that. goddamn liter of cola. <laughs> he didn't want a large Farva. He wanted a goddamn liter of cola, Shaw. Yes, he did. The movie Super Troopers, one of my all-time favorites yes. in theaters on this day in 2002. It is 21 years old. It's able uh. to drink now, Shaw. <laughs> Happy birthday to Super Troopers, and congratulations to Rachel. Living high off those V-Day vibes, she guessed correctly, and $10 of my morning show money is going into the Rock Foundation. We're all in the same boat, fellas. But our shenanigans are cheeky and fun. Yeah, I mean, his shenanigans are cruel and tragic. Which makes them not shenanigans at all, really. Evil shenanigans. I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says shenanigans. Hey, Farva, what's the name of that restaurant you like with all the goofy the walls and the mozzarella sticks you mean shenanigans super troopers 21 uh, years old today how about that little fella oh that little guy i wouldn't worry about that little guy don't look like a cat to you boy <laughs> am i jumping around all nimbly bimbly from tree to tree no no. <laughs> Am I drinking milk from a saucer? The snozberries taste like <laughs> snozberries. I'm already pulled over. I'm already pulled over. Pull over farther, man. Sir, I'm already pulled over. He's already pulled over. He can't pull over any farther. <laughs> Classic. So many great lines. Yeah, pull over. Absolutely you. hilarious movie, and then uh. they kind of ruined it with the second one. I just yeah, didn't, didn't need it. It didn't need to be made. It just wasn't good. I didn't find it funny. Love the first one. Loved Club Dread, Slamming Salmon. Loved it. Broken Lizard, very funny guys. But Super Troopers Two was an obvious money grab, and I did not like it, Joe. You got it right. Rachel got it right. Congratulations. We'll uh, reset, and it'll be another ten dollars next week. But happy birthday to Super Troopers! As I drift off. To sleep this afternoon, Shaw, for my afternoon yeah. nap. I'm going to be watching. That's going to be on? Oh, you know it. While Gene's in six hours of meetings, <laughs> like a pool, I'll be at home taking a nap watching Super Troopers. That's multitasking right there. I might be even, I might be eating some chips at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to rock when you are, so let's do this. It's the best of the morning sickness. Good morning. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Premium products. Superior service since 1948. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Yesterday, of course, was Valentine's Day. Today is National Wisconsin Day. Really? Yes. Did you know that? I didn't. Did no. you know that? Did no, you know that? No, 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 no. It is also St. Skeletor's Day. It was nice of you to say relay, Mr. Skeletor. I am not nice. I don't like to feel good. I like to feel evil. Yeah. Oh, I like to feel evil. I don't want to feel nice, Shaw. I don't know what one thing has to do with the other, but it is St. <laughs> Skeletor's Day, and it is also National Wisconsin Day. So what do you know about Wisconsin? I know some things. You know some things. Here are some interesting facts about Wisconsin that maybe you don't know. All right. 
Here we go, Shaw. You ready for this? I am. The first kindergarten class in the United States was held in Watertown hmm. in 1856 at the home of a German couple. Like, you know I, what we I need didn't know that between, was... between first grade and, and, yep, and child care and daycare is, is kindergarten. Yep. Mm-hmm. Big step. The first ever ice cream sundae was yep. served in Two Rivers, Wisconsin back in 1881. Did you know that, Sean? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Some interesting facts about the state of Wisconsin on National Wisconsin Day. Also, St. Skeletor's Day. <laughs> Might go home and watch some He-Man. Uh, Barbie. You know Barbie, right? Yeah, the dog. Barbie. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. Barbie hails from the fictional town of Willows, Wisconsin. Did you know that? No. Did you never know that? heard that Did before. You know? Willows, Wisconsin. Not sure where it's located, but... Well, it's fictional, so... Yeah, so it could be from anywhere. Any town, USA. Uh, National Wisconsin Day on February 15th. Marathon County produces nearly all of the ginseng yep. grown in the yep. United States and about 10% of the world's supply. Yep. Mm-hmm. 10%. Wisconsin's a big ginseng-producing state. Ginseng. Uh, Soviet satellite Sputnik the Fourth fell out of orbit in 1962, and while most of it burned up on re-entry... A 20-pound piece of debris crashed to the ground in Manitowoc. The original piece of Sputnik was returned to the Soviets, but the RAR West Art Museum has a replica of it on display, and Manitowoc celebrates Sputnik Fest every September. Did you know that? Mm -hmm. Sputnik Fest, Shaw. Have you ever been to Sputnik Fest? Sounds riveting. Uh, Some interesting facts about Wisconsin on National Wisconsin Day. The state symbol, the badger, does not refer to the animal. But instead, to the 1820s, lead miners who traveled for work and dug tunnels to sleep in and keep warm, much like a badger. Oh, knew that. You knew that? Mm-hmm. Well, look at you, Mrs. Wisconsin. What are you, I knew quite butter a few fe- of these, What are you, actually. a Butterfest I kinda, I knew kinda, she's, a, she's a native of Wisconsin. I knew a lot of these. I knew. Oh, excuse me, Mrs. Fancy Pants. Uh, famous names that come from Wisconsin. We love these, right? People that yeah. are famous that are from our state. Kurtwood Smith. Red from that 70s show. Mm-hmm. Puts an asses, Shaw. That's the guy. Harry <laughs> Houdini. There's, of course, yeah. a Harry Houdini muse- museum. Uh, Frank Lloyd Wright. The yes. architect, yes. yes. Chris Farley, who would have celebrated mm-hmm. his birthday today. Mm. Uh, artist Georgia O'Keeffe. Orson Welles. Laura Ingalls Wilder. Speaking of museums. Liberace. Mark Ruffalo. Les Paul. All from Wisconsin, wow. Shaw. Impressive list. The Onion. Familiar with The Onion? The newspaper. Yes. Satire. Satirical website. Uh, arguably the most famous news satire organization was started yeah, by UW two, Madison, yeah. two University of Wisconsin-Madison students, mm-hmm. Tim Keck and Christopher Johnson, back in 1988. The Onion's been around for a yeah. minute. Mm-hmm. And uh, last but not least, Shaw, some interesting stuff about the state of Wisconsin on National Wisconsin Day. The largest woolly mammoth ever excavated was found in Kenosha, and a replica can be viewed at the Milwaukee Public Museum. <laughs> Did you know that? Nope. Did you know that? <laughs> Did you know that? Didn't. You didn't know that? I did not. Come on, man. How did you not know that? Did you know that? I didn't know that, okay. but I'm not from Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm not a native. You're close. Yeah. 35 years worth. You've been here longer than you lived in Iowa. That is true. So you're sort I've of... I've been here more than half my life. I'm getting close to that, man. So This year, this November mm-hmm. is 20 years. Ugh. I had to start telling people I'm from Wisconsin. You morons just hung vacancy signs on your asses, and my foot's looking for a room. You know? Yeah, Red Foreman, <laughs> looking for rooms for his foot. You got any room in there, Sean? <laughs> so there you go, National Wisconsin Day. Celebrate by eating some cheese, 
There you go. Going ice fishing. Just don't drive your truck out onto the ice. Right. I still see so many trucks out there. Going to Culver's, maybe, right? Stop at a Culver's. That's very Wisconsin. Go to Quick Trip. Go to Quick Trip, right? Stop at a, get something at the hot spot. Mm -hmm. Milk in a bag. I saw, somebody saw a Robin yesterday. Yeah, three times, right? Three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're confused. State bird, American Robin. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Brought to you by. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. It's safe to say that we here in America are obsessed with true crime documentaries. Right? Yes, I would say Every so. Every time there's yes. a new one, it becomes the yes. hot thing uh-huh. on Netflix. Dahmer was a big hit. Dahmer was huge, even though that wasn't really a documentary. That was more of like a retelling of the story. But yes. But I, the John Wayne Gacy stuff, mm-hmm. the Ed Gaines stuff. Making a murderer. Making a murderer. You know, the hotel out there in California. All this stuff. Even the Tiger King, which is sort of a true crime documentary, I guess. Uh, now there's some actual science as to why we love these things so much, Shaw. There's a guy named Colton Scrivener, and he is a research scientist at something called the Recreational Fear Lab at a university in Denmark. Okay. A Recreational Fear Lab? What the hell does that mean? I don't know. Denmark, smoking some weed. (laughs) Google that. I know what the hell the Recreational Fear Lab is. He says, quote, we feel like we're more prepared in these kinds of situations. So if this dangerous situation were to occur, you feel a little more prepared and know what you should or shouldn't do. So it's some sort of prep work, Shaw? We're prepping? Okay. Sort of like people who put food in their basement, right? Preppers? I guess. Building a bunker? Luckily, consuming too much true crime content won't turn you into a serial killer. Scrivener Uh, says, quote, that's good to know. Thanks, bud, because I'm watching all of it. That's good, because I'm also fascinated by, you know, World War II and the Nazis. I think that stuff is amazingly interesting. I'm not I'm not hoping to turn into one or anything, Shaw, but it's fascinating what happened. Uh, Scribner says, quote, The research is pretty clear at this point that playing violent video games doesn't make kids more violent. You got that six-year-old kid that shot his yeah. teacher, and she knew about it and said that he was going to shoot her, and then he did. No? I don't know if that's that. All right. Well, something happened there. Uh, He goes on to say, quote, I would be fairly sure that the same is true of something like true crime. It might have some psychological effects, but it's very unlikely that it would have any effects along those lines. Of course. It's not making you be a solution. Well, I think somebody that may be on that path is writing down notes, though, of how not to get caught. No, they can find them anywhere. What did we find out about the recreational fear level? It's a research unit dedicated to the scientific investigation of frightening leisure activities. Fear is commonly understood to be a negative emotion, an unpleasant one that you'd prefer to avoid. However, it can also be an engine in a range of leisure activities, uh, from being ch- playing chase when you're little to you know movies Peek-a-boo. to you Very know people. all those things. So, this is uh, research, uh, national, international news media on uh, on that basically. But, research uh, some, on it being fun. Some potential science behind uh, why we love true crime documentary Shaw. <laughs> Much like Gene said, I. I I watch stuff all the time. It's like that commercial. Mm, why don't we hide behind the running chainsaws? <laughs> I watch movies and I'm like, have you... The inability of the characters in movies to realize the situation they're right. in is what boggles my mind. And it makes it hard to enjoy the movie sometimes because you're like, how can you be so stupid? 
You've never seen a zombie? Just call them zombies, all right? We know what zombies are. They've been around for a long time, black and white. But you watch them because you like that genre. Oh, I love it. But I also get very angry at the people in the movies for not... That doesn't make you want to be a chainsaw serial killer. I was telling you, I watched this movie last night. It's called uh, House of Darkness. Justin Long, Kate Bosworth. There's a part where they're kissing Shaw, and she bites his lip, and then she, like, sucks the blood. On purpose? Dude! He goes to her house. She's got a big-ass creepy castle. She allegedly lives alone. He hears noises. And, and then, then she, she bites, bites his lip. lip. Hmm. Like, and he bleeds, and then she sucks the bl- And you're not immediate and like, look, dude, I know you got a few whiskeys in you, but come on, man. She could be a vampire. You know me. First things big first. Big scary house. Gotta go. All See all you later, that. vampire lady. I'm out. Nope. Already right away. Already thinking vampire. Right. Nope. It's dark. It's castle You're yes. all alone. Yes. Creepy noises. But he didn't have the wherewithal to, to determine that, Shaw. Very frustrating. <laughs> he was focused on something else. Oh, I think, yeah, he was He was focused Definitely on the Bosworths. Focused. Don't go anywhere. Another dose of the best stuff from the morning sickness is on the way. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. The best of the morning sickness. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Only on. Favorite station. 95.7. The Rock. You know, you're the first person I've ever shown this place to. Why am I so special? Because soon we'll be Christopher and Mary Robin. We should be close now. We're not going to find them. We will. Pooh, Piglet, Eeyore. Christopher, we need to leave now. (laughs) Please to be friends. Why are you doing this? Please. I would have never left that minute. Oh, boy. Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, fluffy little cubby all stuffed with fluff. He's evil Winnie now, and he kills everybody. So don't go into the hundred mile acre forest. Don't ever go in there. Yeah, uh, went and saw the movie last night. And eh. about what you expected? Yeah, it's. I guess I, I didn't really have expectations. I mean, I knew that... A lot that of blood and guts and gore, right? Not is as that, much as right? I... No, no, I mean, there okay. was, but not as much as I had thought maybe there would be. I thought it was just going to be this sort of ravenous mayhem movie where Winnie and, and Piglet just start killing everybody and yeah. anybody, and, and they kind of do, but the body count is somewhat low. I will say that. Uh, I think a lot of that has to do with maybe budget. You got to assume this movie wasn't made, you know, by a massive studio. Right. So budget was probably an issue. Maybe a lot of friends. Uh, I don't think Spielberg had a hand in this one. No, but there were some. There were some positives. Uh, I like the premise. I like the idea. I think it's unique and different and interesting. Um, the beginning part with like the background and sort of the story of you know how it all began and why they turned on you know humans and christopher robin and all that stuff is is well done i thought that was well done there's like a i don't know five minute part sort of animated at the beginning uh that was really well done i think they did a really good job with the practical effects when it comes to the killing uh you know if you watch a lot of horror movies nowadays it's all cgi and Mm -hmm. you can totally tell and it looks fake and you know obviously back in the 80s and in the 90s shaw they used a lot more practical effects you know using uh, special effects uh, experts, wizards, you know, guys, mm-hmm. you know, that could do things with, you know, molds and makeup and stuff like that. And they, they certainly did a better job with that in this movie than I thought they would. I thought it would be a lot of CGI, uh, but it wasn't, which was nice. It was refreshing to see that. Um, the mix was off in terms of the audio. It was really, really bad. 
Uh, so all of the actors are either British or Scottish or Irish. They've got some kind of accent, mostly uh, British. And this is all live action, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's no... The only animation is like there's like a sort of an animated part at the beginning where they tell the story of okay. Christopher Robin and Winnie the Pooh and, and whatnot and how they uh, turned on, on humankind. Anyways, uh, the rest of it is all live action. Um, at first, they did a good job with sort of hiding the masks when it comes to... Because there's only two masks. There's only two killers. It's Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. Uh, the rest of the... Are uh, people people? The rest of the people in the movie are regular people. Uh, and Winnie the Pooh and Piglet live out there in the 100... Mic- what is it? 100 acre 100 forest? acre wood, yeah. Wood. Um, and if you venture into their area, Shaw, that's when they get you. They don't They'll really... stay out. They don't really venture out into the into the world. They sort of stay where they are, Shaw. Um, and then, of course, people go out there uh, and get killed and murdered and whatnot. The weird thing was that uh, instead of just killing people, they were sort of taking people hostage and, and capturing some people and bringing them back to their quote-unquote lair where they sort of hang out and live. Uh, I didn't quite grasp the concept behind that. I just thought they would be, again, like just killing Kill everyone. Machines. What's that? Just killing machines, just yeah, yeah, the and anger that, and machine, that, and that like, and that wasn't really the case. Okay. Um, but the the audio mix was so bad, it was very hard to enjoy the movie because you couldn't you couldn't really understand what they were saying in the first place because of their accents. And then on top of that, the music, the background music, was so loud that you couldn't really hear what they were saying. And then to not understand it and not hear it, it was just sort of like. You know, and of course, a lot of the movie, they're hiding out and they're trying to not make noise because they don't want to, you know, get chased by Winnie the Pooh and, and Piglet. Yeah, but they'll make tons of money on this, won't they? I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, people are going to go see it. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully they make money. They say yeah. at the at the end, there's a, there's no teaser trailer at the end or any of that stuff after the credits. Um, so if you don't want to stick around, if you go see the movie, don't stick around. There's nothing there at the end other than it says Winnie the Pooh will be back. So <laughs> it looks like they, they've got plans to make another one, Shaw. And hopefully... Uh, if this one does well, they'll make enough money where they can improve on some of those things. Because the uh, the audio mix was really mm. distracting. It was really, really bad. So, other than that, it was okay. It was fun to, you know, grab your popcorn and, and enjoy mm-hmm. the movie. Sit mm-hmm. back and enjoy it. Super low budget. <laughs> not really. I mean, honestly, it, I've seen a lot of low budget horror movies. Worse, this was not <laughs> This was not that bad. Okay. Uh, but it's just a, it's a unique idea. Yes. And uh, it needs a little bit of tweaking. And uh, and I think it could be really good. I would again. I would like to see them be more. I don't know. Just sort of like these unstoppable killing machines. You know what I mean? <laughs> As opposed to this sort of weird. I don't know. They're sort of like um, mutant woods people. You know what I mean? Sort of like the hills have eyes kind of thing. But it was all right. Not bad. Tigger didn't get in on the killing. No, I think I don't think he's in a lot. I think he's still uh, owned by somebody. Right. Isn't that the deal? Like oh, some of the, the character. Char- okay. Some of the characters are public domain and some of them aren't. Is Got that, it. And Tigger's I, not uh, available. And I don't think Tigger's available. So um, they mentioned him by name uh, in the beginning when they're telling the story about the animals in the woods like Piglet and Owl and Eeyore and, mm. and, and Pooh. But they don't make appearances. But, no. The only two that actually make an appearance uh, are Pooh and Piglet. And I will say the piglet uh, mask that they use for this uh, killing machine is, it's a bit distracting. It's a bit, it just is kind of off. The poo one was well done. I thought it was great. Creepy and weird and you didn't want to run into that guy in the woods, but the piglet one was certainly uh, a little bit odd. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. All systems go. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock.
Um, Brian, you like this one. Oh. No kids allowed. Oh. Uh, Nettie's House of Spaghetti. Where is this? A restaurant in New Jersey. <laughs> Come on. New Jersey? Is right. banning children under uh, the age of 10 from yeah. dining in their Hell establishment. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. They made Come the announcement on. in a Facebook post. They say the new rule will go into effect next month. Yes. They say the business admitted the new policy would likely upset some customers, especially those of you with well-behaved kids, but they said they felt it was the best decision for their business. Uh, it sparked mixed reactions on social media. Ah, nobody cares. Right, accumulating over 5,000 shares and some 19,000 reactions. Kids suck. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're trying to enjoy your meal and they're running around like a bunch of heathens. <laughs> Put that kid on a leash. Right. Bring him to a different restaurant. Don't bring him to Nettie's Spaghetti. Nettie's <laughs> So shouldn't we say it properly? Like spaghetti, not spaghetti? Obviously. You see her runs done, Shaw? Do you see she's done with her show? No, yeah, she's done. Yeah, her Food Network show. She's done. Does she's she retired? Well, she's not retired, but she's going on to do something else. You're going to have to update your uh, yeah, yeah. I suppose, watch yeah. reruns. Mm-hmm. Say your resume or something there, Shaw. <laughs> right? uh, McDonald's did not ask to collaborate with a crematorium, but in England, there was an advertisement at a bus stop for McDonald's new McCrispy chicken sandwich. Mm. Coincidentally, it was right next to a road sign for a crematorium. Get it? A crematorium and McCrispy? It's one of those things that some people wouldn't yeah. notice, but others can't unsee. Some are upset even calling it tasteless. Well, uh, McDonald's has now McDonald's, decided to take their sign down. Did they not? They didn't do it in, like, No, not on purpose. It just happened that right. way. I'm loving it. McCrispy sounds mm-hmm. good. Why am I not having a McCrispy mm-hmm. right now, Sean? And try and make sense of this one. Police in Indiana arrested a 26-year-old man named Austin Bristow. They, they arrested him on a charge of arson. They found him next to his 1998 Buick that was on fire. The strange thing is that Austin said the Buick was his and he set it ablaze to discourage people from stealing stuff from inside it. Uh, He said if there was nothing left of the vehicle, there'd be nothing left to steal. uh, At one point, the fire caused a small explosion and Austin told the cops, I hope the explosions would be bigger. So, yeah, kind of a weird dude. It's unclear what items he was talking about. Look what I have created! I have made fire! Cops did find drug paraphernalia on him, so yeah, in addition I'm to arson, sure. he was charged with unlawful possession of a syringe, hypodermic needle, and a controlled substance. Okay, I set the building on fire. Or my he car. He set his own vehicle on fire? Yes, to so do, that people wouldn't steal from it? To keep people from stealing it. Well, that's one way to work. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Foolproof plan. Oh, yeah. I'm guessing nobody's stealing it now. And here's a story that proves that, indeed, love conquers all. Uh, They say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And such is the case for a couple in Allentown, Pennsylvania, whose romance made headlines 40 years ago before finally hitting the silver screen. This year, Tony and his wife, Frances, will celebrate 57 years of marriage. Now, there was a time when things were a little rough for the couple, and that's putting it mildly. It was back in 1983. Tony and Frances had four kids and a pizza shop, but then Tony strayed from the marriage, and Frances found out. What happened next is something like out of a movie, and Hollywood thought so, too, turning the troubles into a feature film called I Love You to Death. Uh, The wife hired some teenage hitmen to help her try to kill Tony five times, including failed attempts to blow up his car and attack him with a baseball bat. Oh, this is a movie for sure. One night, she put a bottle of sleeping pills into his food, and the hitman shot him. Still, he survived the attack after 12 days in the hospital. The first thing he did when he got out of the hospital, bail out his wife from jail. Now, they've been together ever since. He says, from now on, we talk and we communicate better, something we should have done before. That sounds awful. Yeah. Uh, She did have to pay for what 
what she did. She spent four years in prison, but they talked on the phone every day. And then in 1990, there was a silver lining to their dark cloud. I love you to death hit theaters, and it was a big hit. Forty years later, things are much quieter. But a lot of people out there were thinking the same thing. Like, right. hey, I got to see how this guy got away with it. Yeah, but he says this just simply proves that indeed love conquers all. No. If my wife tries to kill me, I'm not going back to her. No. Fool, fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. But five times? Shame no. on me. Fool no. me five times. No. no. I'm a moron. All we can do is talk about how we feel, and then she doesn't try to kill me. Oh, that's a good That's a good parameter for a relationship right there. That's how. Right. She hired people to kill you. Five yes. times. And they shot him. <laughs> and she poisoned, poisoned him. him. Poisoned him. That guy's like Rasputin. And they're still together. They cut off his head and bury it backwards. <laughs> I don't think. And we sound healthy. Together. That doesn't that sound is healthy. Not that is good. Not, no. Not good. There, none of that is in the nuptials. <laughs> I don't remember that when I was standing up there in front of the guy at the church. Like, and if she tries to kill you five times, you'll forever be in love. No. no. Once is that's it. That's a deal breaker right there. Commence awakening. You wanted the best. You got it. You, you, gave, got, him a you got him a present? Multiple presents, but the big one, the big present he took. Which was? It was a scrapbook that someone made for me with pictures of all the stuff. Of you and Pat did. together? You yeah. guys are so oh good, man. Oh, my God, you are kidding me. The best of the morning sickness. Every Saturday from 6 until 10 a.m. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend. It's finally here, Shaw, the weekend, and there's uh, so much going on, mm. so much much going on and tomorrow the weather is going to be really nice so you might see a lot of people for the weekend might see a lot of people outside riding bikes going for walks all that stuff tomorrow is going to be 46 32 today but 46 tomorrow 43 on sunday uh i was this close to taking the bike out man mm. this close it had it rained earlier this week but it's yeah. still it's still pretty nasty out there yeah. so uh I'll, I'll i'll hold off for a little while longer but here's uh my list of three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend if you're looking to get out and do some stuff First up, comedy at the main Friday nights. Can't go wrong. It's back. They took a week off last week because it was the Winter Roots Festival icebreaker event. But this week, comedy is back. And we just talked to Malem on the phone a little while ago. Doors at 7. Show starts at 8. Tickets are 10 bucks in advance. They did switch their ticketing service, by the way. Mm-hmm. So if you bought tickets already online, you might have a refund waiting for you. And you got to buy your tickets on this other website or just get them at the door for 10 bucks. They got two great comedians, both of them from Minnesota. And uh, you can see that tonight at the main and downtown. Town Lacrosse, have some drinks, have some laughs. Mm-hmm. Again, doors at seven, show starts at eight. Tomorrow night, 24th annual Masquerade Winter Ball at the Pearl Street Brewery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, boy, is going to be your MC. I'll be there hanging out, telling people about the beers, about the bands, mm-hmm. and about all the fun that you can have at the Winter Ball. This is uh, the 24th annual Pearl Street Brewery Winter Ball. It's got a masquerade theme, which kind of lines up yeah, nicely yeah, yeah. with Fat Tuesday. Mm-hmm. and Yep. My wife very excited about the match. She's like, I ordered one with Alog letter. They have feather. With a feather and They're coming to your work tomorrow. Make sure you get them with a thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, tickets, by the way, for this bad boy are just twenty five bucks. You can buy them online or get them at the door. That includes uh, special releases of new one off beers, some wine spritzers, sparkling wines. They got hard cider mixers, and they have a lineup of award winning Pearl Street beers as well. Plus, food's going to be available for purchase and live music from. Porky's Groove Machine out of Minneapolis. 
Nicholas David, who was a finalist on the second season of The Voice, and he's going to be hanging out and doing some tunes with Mark Joseph and the American Soul Band. So find out more about that. Go to the Pearl Street Brewery's website. Then on hashtag Sunday Funday, we are probably going to hear about this when we talk to Doc in just a bit. The Chloe K. Eckelberg Memorial oh, yeah, Scholarship yeah, yeah. Fundraiser. It features in West Salem. As you know, the Daytona 500 is on Sunday. And if you want to watch the race with like-minded people and you want to raise money for a great uh, organization, you can do that at Features in West Salem. Uh, the bar is uh, open early, obviously, for breakfast and for people to show up. I think the, the uh, driver auction and everything starts at around 11 a.m. And uh, all proceeds will benefit the Chloe K. Eckelberg Memorial Scholarship. There's going to be tip boards. A silent auction. Uh, there's going to be food and beer yeah, available yeah, yeah. for free okay. if you make a donation, obviously. And uh, there's all sorts of other stuff as well. By the way, that Chloe K. Eckelberg Memorial Scholarship is awarded to a student or students attending a university or technical school the following school year and that are also involved in the racing community at the Speedway in West Salem. So, obviously, it's sort of a, mm-hmm. a community organization. But uh, there you go. My list of things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. You can see that on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. And if you uh, want to find out about all the other events that are happening in the area, go to aroundrivercity.com, Shaw. There's a ton of other mm-hmm. events happening. As we mentioned earlier, dart tournament at the center, monster yeah. truck nitro yeah. tour at the right, center. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of nuts. <clears throat> kind of nuts. And if you've got an event coming up, you can submit it for free at AroundRiverCity.com. Missed it? Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957TheRock.com and the 957TheRock app.